0: Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello and good morning. Before we dive in, I want to just let you know about this new upcoming program that I have running. This is the last week to apply. So if you have been curious about it or interested, get your application in. I'm going to put that in the show notes. There's a short little form for you to fill out. And this program is four months. It's going to be a very small group setting. The first two months are going to be you and me one-on-one, baby. One-on-one and getting it done. And then the second two, oh, did I say two weeks? I meant two months. The first two months, you and me, and then the second two months, we're going to meet in a group setting. And this group is going to be for women who are exhausted by their relationship with food. You want to eat healthy. You want to move your body. You want to feel normal around food. And you're having one hell of a time getting there. You've probably tried a ton of diets, plans, programs in the past, and they've all left you feeling worse about yourself. And I want you to know that that's kind of common. That's kind of what they do. And in this group, I'm going to teach you a completely new way to look at food and your body so you don't have to diet anymore. And in addition to that, in those second two months, we're going to be tackling all the stuff that likely led you to food in the first place. Like taking on too much, not allowing yourself to rest, not setting proper boundaries, people-pleasing, overthinking. This is going to be transformative. I promise you are going to end 2020, wait, 2021. (laughs) What year are we in? (laughs) Feeling like a different person around food and in your body, but also how you show up. Less caring about what everyone else is thinking, doing, and eating, and more focus on just you and living your best damn life because that's what we're here for. All right. So if you want in on that, fill out the form in the show notes and I will follow up with you very shortly. We are going to start in about a week and a half. So get on in here. All right. Today, elimination diets and eating healthy. I wanted to do this episode for two main reasons. One, because I'm not currently on an elimination diet, but I am working with a nutritionist right now. I'm going to tell you more about that in a second. And two, how do I eat healthy without dieting is a question that has come up several times in coaching sessions that I thought might benefit you as a listener too. So I wanted to bring that to you on here. Also, if you are listening to this and you are a current client or you've been a current client of mine and you've been enrolled in my online course slash program, I wanted to give you a heads up that I have added a couple new modules in there. I think I'm also gonna be kind of reformat, formatting that a little bit and adding more on this specific issue in the upcoming months. So just keep an eye on that. But okay, my own process with working with a nutritionist right now. Before, Before I get into this, I want you to know that I tried working with a number of dietitians, nutritionists, personal trainers, anyone that I thought was going to give me the secret key to how to just eat like a normal person, how to just stop at one freaking cookie. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like that was asking too much, right? I'm like, I just don't want to eat the entire box of Lucky Charms every time I have it just like that. Is that too much? Like, can you please help me with this? And so I would go to these people and there was, there would always be the question of like, how's your relationship with food? Do you have an eating disorder? Do you have a passive disordered eating? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I always lied. I always lied because I so desperately wanted help. And I knew that if I was honest, they would turn me away especially like certain person. well, I don't know. There's some really not great personal trainers out there that don't care. Um, But there, there were some, you know, corporations or people that would turn me away if they knew that I had a disordered relationship with food. And I felt like if they knew that, if they knew like I was binging or purging or, or had anorexia in the past that they'd be like, not as harsh on me. Like I wanted the strictest meal plan that was going to help me lose weight, but not let them know any of that. It was just a lot of stuff going on in my brain around this food, but it all came down to really just wanting to feel safe and sane and normal around food. And I went through like many of you, like you listening, probably in tracking the macros, my fitness pal, obsessing over steps taken. I mean, right down to like the condiments, you know, like every single thing. And it was exhausting. And it, it kind of got to the point where I couldn't even do it. I could not track my food, obsessively weigh and measure. It it led me to binge. Every single time. I I could not do it. I didn't even know if someone gave me a million dollars, if I could do it. Like I really didn't. That's, that's the point that I was at with food. I was like, I can't not eat all of this. I just, I don't know. I don't know how to. And the reason I was at that place, the reason I was so damn hard for me to do anything with my food was because my relationship to food And my body was extremely reactive. When we think of a diet, I don't know what you think of, maybe like the the current fad diets, but for right now, a, a diet is essentially the food that you eat, right? Like your diet is what you eat. In my sphere, in the work that I do with my clients, a diet for you A diet for them is good, bad, right, wrong, weight gain, weight loss. It's never just pizza or a salad, grilled chicken or fried chicken. It's fat, carbs, calories, weight gain, weight loss. It's never just food. It's never, huh, what sounds good? when is the last time you've done that? (laughs) Like really thought about that. I know I never did. I didn't even entertain the idea of looking at entrees on menus. I was like, well, straight to the salad section. This is just what I do. And then I would be the one binging after everyone left. Food was not just food. And this is why I had an impossible time with my food in previous attempts at working with nutritionists, dietitians, personal trainers. You know what? I want to say something here really quick too, because I, th- I thought if I just stop binging, I'm going to be able to diet successfully. If I just figure this food thing out, I'm finally going to be able to just like not eat any of this food. I'm just going to eat so healthy. This is the same thing that is kind of a joke that I've said about being an alcoholic, which is like, listen, if I were not an alcoholic, I would totally drink all the time. (laughs) But only an alcoholic thinks that. Like, what? Nobody thinks that. Nobody thinks I would drink all day long if I weren't an alcoholic. Like, if I could just have a gin and tonic or a vodka gimlet with me right now, I would totally do that. But I'm an alcoholic. But people that aren't alcoholics don't think that. They don't think, oh, it's 9 a.m. Let's have a vodka gimlet. Same thing with the food stuff. It's not like, oh, once I figure this thing out, I'm never going to eat flour or sugar again. Once I figure this thing out, I'm finally going to be able to diet successfully. That really just kind of highlights, oh, shit, there's still some work I need to do in here. So for me working with the dietitian, I've had some poop issues. Probably don't be eating right now if you're listening to this. Um, you've probably heard me talk about it on here or on Instagram. I'm definitely not the modest, most modest of them all. But David, I tell him sometimes, I'm like, I didn't poop my pants today on the run. He's like, Never in my life, he, he likes to rollerblade. He's like, never in my life have I gone rollerblading and thought, wow, another day I didn't poop my pants. <laughs> i like, running is different. It just hits you differently. But it has been a serious issue for years, honestly. Like my bowels, my gas, my bloating, my diarrhea, all over the place. It's just been absolutely all over the place. And I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, this is getting to the point where it's like literally impacting daily life for me. So I reached out to a nutritionist. I reached out to a nutritionist and here's the thing. I told her everything. I filled out her contact form and I was like, listen, this is what's going on with me right now. These are my symptoms. This is what's happening and how frequently. And this is my past relationship with food. And she then referred me to someone else who specialized in working with women with a history of disordered eating or at least was educated in the realm of health at every size, disordered eating, etc. I did this because I wasn't trying to slide under the radar. I did this because I was like, listen, I really genuinely want to figure this food thing out. Like, I would like to not poop my pants on a run. Thank you. Can you help me with this? And before that was never the case. I would lie, I would manipulate, I would fudge the lines a little bit because I just wanted someone to give me the answer so I would stop feeling out of control around food. And it never worked it never worked because I never knew how to change my relationship with food. And listen, if you're binging your brains out, the last thing you want to do is change your relationship with food. What you want is the freaking meal plan that's going to solve all your problems. And it does not exist. I spent 15 years looking for the meal plan. I spent 15 years rearranging my food, no breakfast, big breakfast, no carbs, all the carbs, eating whatever I want, whenever I want, following a really strict meal plan, paleo, grapefruit diet, Atkins, leaving my credit cards at home so I couldn't buy anything. Like I tried everything. I had exhausted my efforts, macros, weighing, measuring. And every single time I ended up in a worse place than where I began. And this is often called the rebound effect. This is what, we, this is what happens when you go through uh, you know, significant weight loss and you're restricting yourself or you're really trying to control your food. You will often notice yourself going in the opposite direction with an intense force. It always felt like anytime I did really, quote, good around food, it was almost like I made myself pay for it and I did really bad for the next week or two. And it was never actually that my food was good. It was just that I was successfully restricting and I got lucky. I was hanging on for dear life. Food neutrality is one of the key things that I work with my clients on. Food neutrality is letting food just be food. Again, it's never just food, right? It's always weight gain, weight loss. This can make me fat or lose weight. How many carbs are in that versus that? How many calories are in that versus this? What's the nutrition information? It's never, how does that make me feel? How do I respond to eating pizza versus salad? Grilled chicken versus salmon? Um, Thai food versus Indian food? Like, What what does my body do when I eat these things? It's always up in your head. What is the right thing to eat? What is the healthiest option? Unless, of course, you're binging and then all bets are off. Nothing you know matters at all. And nothing is going to stop you, right? Nothing is going to stop you. And this is why just gaining more information, just following a new meal plan, just getting on a new diet is never going to work. Not for you and me, at least. Not for people like us. But I want to tell you why this is actually really, really great news is because there are some women out there that go literally their entire lives searching for the right meal plan forever, hating their body, 70s, 80s, hating their body, feeling like they can't be trusted around the cookies in the cupboards. The women that I work with do not continue to go through this. Why? because I have taught them a new way of looking at food and their body. I have taught them how to negotiate stress with themselves, how to handle situations that used to send them face first into a pie in an empty parking lot. It's never that you just don't know what to eat, right? I think we can probably both agree on that. When I was going to the nutritionist and stuff, I was like, I think I probably know more than this person. I think I probably know more about like calories and and macros and et cetera than this person does. That's not your problem. What we need to move you to is a place of food neutrality so you don't have to bend your face off. So you don't have to stay in this constantly good, constantly bad back and forth all over the place relationship with food. Now you may be thinking like I did, if I figure this thing out, I'm finally going to be able to lose weight that's not it. When you quote, figure this thing out, you stop going to those things because you know they don't work. And instead you get to listen to your body because here is the truth. An entire bag of Twizzlers or package of Oreos doesn't feel good to eat. It doesn't. Your body is telling you no, and you just keep going. Why? Because you have not done the work with your food and body image. When we remove some of that reactivity and toxicity, those are just kind of the best words I can have for this situation, at least that I can come up with right now. When we remove some of that, it just gets to be food. In the same way that when you're thirsty, you drink water, and when you've had enough, you stop. This doesn't mean you listen to just your, your body all of the time. It's not like, oh, I just want cheesecake at five in the morning. So I'm going to eat an entire cheesecake. It might sound good, but you get to bring your brain into play and be like, okay, if I have cheesecake right now, how am I going to feel in like two or three hours? Probably not great. So maybe I'll save the cheesecake for tomorrow or for tonight after dinner. You don't have to impulsively jump on every urge. You get to have a second and think it through. Like, mm, how am I going to feel from this? If food is just food, I know it's never going to go anywhere. I know I can have it whenever I want. What do I want to do? Do I want all of this right now, or do I want to maybe save some for later? Do I really want, uh, you know, a bag of chocolate chips, or do I really need to just chill out and like take a bath or watch a funny show? Am I really wanting all of this candy? or do I just need a freaking nap? This is a big one. Again, this is a huge reason why a lot of us turn to food, chips, binge eating at night is because it's the first time of the entire day that you've been able to take a freaking breath and you've connected food with Comfort, which is true. Food is comfort, but there are also other forms of comfort out there and it's getting to the root of what do you actually want and need? Because sometimes it is a Sunday. I had one last night. It was delightful. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's to go to bed. Sometimes it's to go for a run. Sometimes it's to call your best friend. Sometimes it's to watch a stupid show. There are a number of different skills out there, but food is not Horrible. That's one thing I really can't stand is this demonization of or, uh, emotional eating. It's just really not that bad. The thing that makes it bad is thinking that it's bad, which then leads you into binge eating. So, to kind of full circle recap, like me working with this dietitian, this nutritionist, I think, she, I don't know, dietitian nutritionist, is not at all about weight loss. She's asking me to track my food. And in the past, you guys, I could not do this. It made me insane. But because I was upfront with her, because I have shifted my relationship to food and body, because I told her my past with, with eating and body image, we came up with a way that actually works for me. One that doesn't take, like, I don't have to be inserting a teaspoon of this and one tablespoon of that into my fitness pal all day long, because no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) I'm just not doing it. And it's and it and it and I can do it. Right? I can actually do this. Whereas in the past, I could not do it. And it's not fun. It is not fun tracking your food. God, I have not missed these days. But the reason I'm doing it is different. The reason I'm doing it is because I want to feel good. So it's not hard. In the way that it was hard before. In the same way that when clients come to me, not eating every single sweet carby item in their house is hard. It is not hard when when we continue doing our work together. That intensity just dies down. This is what food neutrality is. When food is just food. And this goes to into the healthy eating thing. So this has been a question that's come up with me a couple of times in coaching clients. So I thought I'd bring it to you here. Maybe you can benefit it too. I think sometimes when people hear about the anti-diet movement or body positivity, which I don't know that I really strongly identify with either one of those. I'm just kind of in my own little land. But I think sometimes people think, okay, so I just always eat what I want when I want. And I never prioritize my health. And that's not it at all. In fact, I was going to do an episode on being healthy at every size because you're not healthy at any size. You're not healthy at every size. There are people that are very thin and muscular looking and toned that are very unhealthy. There are also people that are very large that are very unhealthy. And vice versa, right? There are very large people that are actually really fucking healthy and very thin, you know, toned people that are also healthy. Like this comes back, so much more comes back to how you're feeling around food and your body. How you're feeling when you look at yourself in the mirror. How you're feeling when you're eating your dinner. So my client asked me, how do I meal prep? How do I eat healthy without going back to dieting? I don't know how to do this. And this is, this is a really common struggle. And this is something that's frustrating about diet culture is they've kind of robbed eating healthy and and exercise. It's, it's, it's like you, have gotten to the point where it isn't just a 20 minute workout leaving when you're tired. It isn't just to feel good and get your heart rate up. It isn't just to eat broccoli and have a big green, delicious salad. It's make me skinny. Damn it, make me skinny. Burn calories, weight loss. Bah! And it's just this anger and frustration towards ourselves. God, I, that, I, I, that was me, man. I hated myself for so long. I just felt like I deserved to just be in pain pain from not eating, pain from eating everything. Like it was a very exhausting relationship with myself. And so, eating healthy is 1000% something I encourage all of my clients to do, like as a whole. I believe that when we move our bodies and eat a variety of fruits, vegetables, meats, all those great things, we feel better. And that is ultimately what I want for you is to feel normal around food and comfortable in your skin, to take care of yourself in a way that you feel really good about. And prioritizing your meals, prioritizing your health is important to me. And I think important to many of my clients as well. But how do we do this, as she asked, without going back down the diet path? And as I talked about in the beginning, a diet is your emotional attachment to the food. So when we clear all that shit up and we get to more food neutrality, it's like, what am I going to have? Well, I know that if I don't prioritize my meals, I'm probably going to eat takeout for the next 4 nights and then I'm going to feel like garbage. So what I think I'm going to do is spend an extra hour on Sunday or Monday cooking up some some enchiladas or a big bowl of soup or some kind of casserole that I can just kind of have and be ready to eat and I know it's going to be full, is going to leave me full and satisfied. Instead of doing what many of you want to do when you meal prep, which is like, okay, let's do the chicken, rice, and broccoli. But here's the thing. That stuff is so good. Like chicken, rice, and broccoli. I have that a couple times a week. It's just, it's delicious. There's nothing wrong with eating healthy. What matters is what you think about when you're doing it. What is your emotional attachment? If you don't eat the chicken and broccoli, if you end up going out and getting pizza and breadsticks, what do you make that mean? Do you make that mean that all your progress is lost? You've completely fallen off the wagon and fuck it. You might as well eat it all because you're not doing this tomorrow. Or is it just a fun little night out? What a fun little surprise pizza and breadsticks on a Tuesday night. Who knew that's great. Let's enjoy this. And maybe we'll even have some leftovers tomorrow. And then maybe we'll have chicken fajitas and Thai curry on the next couple of nights. Right? It's just finding that balance around eating healthy and killing yourself. <laughs> it's thinking about food, not from, is this going to make me lose weight? Is this going to make me skinny? To, is this going to make me feel good? I promise you that this is going to give you the results that you actually want. Because if you think about it, has any of your attempts ever worked? I mean, Jesus, I'm just... I'm, I'm with you. Like I tried it all. I tried it all and it never worked. The work that I do with you, the work that I do with my clients will shift your relationship to food and body so you can eat, move and show up in a way that you feel good about. And this is exactly what we're talking about in my upcoming group It's not just the food and body, but how do you want to show up? What would you do? What would you wear if you stopped caring so much about what everyone else thought? How would you live if you really wanted to feel good? What kind of things would you be doing with your spare time if you weren't constantly thinking about food and weight? I help you feel normal around food. Keep cookies in your house and literally forget that they're there. Enjoy a salad for dinner and not feel restricted. Eat the pizza while everyone else is eating the salad and not feel like a fat slob. Have dessert after dinner and not make it mean you can't not eat something sweet after a meal, but instead enjoy it. These are all things that I want for you. I want you to enjoy your life. And I know from personal experience when food and body image is loud, it is damn near impossible to be present and show up and do what you want to do in your life when that feels like your full-time job. So eating healthy, prioritizing yourself are all things that I want for you. They aren't inherently bad. We need to help you find a way to do this so it works for you, so you actually can do it. So if you are interested in doing this work, if you would like to join my new upcoming group, this is the last week to get in. The form is going to be in the show notes. You can also just shoot me a message on social media with any questions that you might have, and I will get back to you. And that is it for now. Thanks for being here. And I will talk to you all next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at. Find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.